0: You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something interesting. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from Your Story Travel Company, Sarah and Margie. This is episode 518 and you are listening to the number one podcast that
1: entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be sharing some rumors and news, and we have a lot to share with the phased reopening that is happening in Orlando. So if you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be happy to help you. Just email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote.
0: So, welcome to Sarah and Margie. This is Sarah's second week in a row, and this is Margie. Hi! And hello, hello! For listeners, if this is your first time tuning in or you haven't been listening for a couple weeks, we are trading out. Um, we had some response from the listeners that they wanted to get to know us, but it was hard when there were nine of us on the screen, even though it was like a party for us. So, we're just going to have like four or five Hohana at a time. So, Steph and I will always be on here, and then two people will be joining us from week to week, and they'll just change out. And sometimes they'll be back-to-back depends on what works for their individual. We're going to kick off with some news. I think we should probably start with the stuff that's not the phase reopening because I feel like that's going to be our biggest talking piece you guys.
2: Do you agree? Absolutely.
0: Talk about other news first.
1: (laughs) We (laughs) will talk a lot about the phase
0: reopening. Right. I think that we'll just get stuck on that and then we may never move on. I mean and not intentionally just because there's so much to share. But my stories that I have are small. But the um, one that I have is Disney just put out the recipe for PB&J rolls. And I'm going to post it on Mouth Kids later. But I wanted to, on, their, on our Facebook page. And I'll have Kaylee post it to Twitter. But I just wanted to share it before I post uh, it out. But it says, Disney's Magic moment, cooking up the magic. They made PB&J rolls and put a spin on a fun lunchtime classic. And so they're giving you something to do with your child's Phoebe and J to make it more exciting while you're at home so it looks more like you're at Disney World, which I thought was a cute little touch because I feel like they're trying to make us feel like we still have the magic even though they're closed right now for the pandemic. Love
1: it. Uh, can I follow you up then, Vicky? Absolutely. with mine? Because it's another very brief one and it has to do with some Disney food because who doesn't love some Disney food? Although this is not technically food, it's coffee. So, uh, Joffrey. Who doesn't love their morning coffee at Joffrey's? And we have probably been missing them. However, you can now get a subscription. They're offering a subscription service Kind of pricey. It's forty-three sixty-nine a month, but it will get you three bags of coffee. And they have like the Hawaiian Kona blend. They've got Dark French bistro or the fruity flavors of Africa. Or you can buy them individually, but the subscription will get you the three bags of coffee. Huh. I don't think I can go through three bags of coffee in a month, but hey, <laughs> maybe you could skip a month. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say I think maybe you does you one a month. She's the only yeah. one drinks coffee regularly at our house.
1: Yeah, I think that's about that's about what our house does as well. And we yeah. have two coffee drinkers. Yeah.
2: I don't drink any coffee, so it's just my husband, so I don't know if that would be a good deal for us. I think you could sign up for it and then cancel it after your one month and get
1: <laughs> <coffee>. <laughs> put the rest in the freezer. And change emails and try it again in three
0: months. Oh, just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Way to work the system, Vicky.
0: Sorry. Oh, I've been around Nick for so long. Okay. right, <laughs> Sarah, do you have something?
2: Sure. So I have a few different updates to share and I will go quickly because I know what we all want to talk about this evening. So the first are some updates from Epcot. WDW News Today released some news that we could probably all see coming, but when EPCOT reopens on July 15th, you will not be seeing your international cast members due to certain travel restrictions that are in place and the fact that they've probably had to go home and the furloughs that have happened. You're going to be seeing your usual Disney cast members in the roles that are usually our international friends. So just look for that if you're traveling to Epcot. It might be a little different, but that is only temporary. And secondly, for Epcot, just released today, Spaceship Earth was planning to be um, refurbished and closed back in May. However, with what's been going on, They have decided that Spaceship Earth will reopen with EPCOT on July 15th, and the refurbishment is postponed indefinitely. And just a little history there, the ride opened in 1982, it received massive overhauls in 1986, 1994, and 2007, and those usually coincided with the departure or addition of a corporate sponsor. So Siemens left in 2000, 2017. So that was why Disney was ramping up for another overhaul. Um, so we'll see what happens and, you know, when they attempt to do this again. And now that we're done with our Epcot news, I'll move over to Disney Springs. If you travel to Disney Springs, you might notice that you see some stormtroopers on balconies that seems they have relocated a little bit. And I don't know if they're trying to keep everyone in line. Um, <laughs> that, to me, that would be very funny. I don't know if they're telling you to stay six feet apart and wear your mask or, or if they're giving the usual instructions, but you know, keep an eye out for them. Apparently they've been showing up on some balconies. And also, also released is that with the current unrest that is happening, Disney has adjusted the closing time for Disney Springs, so it will now close at 7 p.m. instead of 10 p.m., This will allow time for cast members, operating participant employees, and guests to return back home before the curfew takes place. So good to know for the immediate future. And lastly, what I think is my most fun news is the news that they are releasing a new virtual reality experience. This is from, forgive me if I'm not saying this the right way, it is ILMX. Lab virtual reality experience, and it's called Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. So this will be released sometime in the coming year, and they describe it as a new action adventure experience that will give fans the opportunity to live their own adventures in virtual reality. The original story will feature both new and iconic characters from the Star Wars galaxy, multiple styles of gameplay as well as difficulty settings are included so that the experience can be enjoyed by a variety of players. And this will take place between Star Wars The Last Jedi and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker on Batuu. And the action will be happening along the outskirts of Black Spire Outpost. So if you're missing Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, this will be your chance to get in there and feel like you're in the moment. And that is all I have ladies. Well I was going to comment
0: on a couple things.
2: One, Sure go for it. I'm
0: pretty excited about Spaceship Earth just because I was wondering how they were going to be able to do those expensive. They're going to be doing lighted projections in there and all kinds of things and I was wondering how after this pandemic they were going to be able to afford such a thing so I'm glad that they're going to reopen it rather than just close it down until God knows when they would be able to get it back up again because, I mean, that could be four or five years if we have to wait till they recoup some money and to do that. So I'm glad about that. And the other thing is Nick sent me this because he wanted me to read this. It came straight from the Disney um, head people. It said... We, want to, we stand for inclusion at Disney. We stand with our fellow Black employees, storytellers, creators, and the entire Black community. So they wanted to them to know that they are supported and appreciated from Disney World. And that they don't agree with what's going on in our world today. I'm fine with the... I don't want to get political, but I'm fine with the peaceful. Because that's what's going on apparently right now in our city. It's when it gets violent that I don't understand it. So I hope that that... I'm glad that Disney Springs is closing down also in hopes that they can protect them and no violence goes on there because- And keep it
1: peaceful, right? So right. they can allow yeah. so the- If you peaceful- want to march around
0: with the sign? go ahead. But please, I'm asking you nicely not to harm somebody more than we- This pandemic has harmed so many people. We don't want to make it worse. So yes. I get off my soapbox now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think
2: we're all in agreement. <laughs>
0: 2020
1: has been rough. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm just march. glad I got my, my Disney trip in in January.
0: Lucky dog,
2: lucky dog. Mm -hmm. I just had a couple things of what
3: Sarah said going back to Disney Springs. The World of Disney Store opened up this week. And the first day that it was open, they're doing virtual queues. So you go, you check in, and then they'll let you know when it's your turn to shop. And which is kind of fun that you don't have to wait in line, but they're only letting so many people in the store at a time. But that first day that it was open, the wait time was six hours, six hours to get in, but people waited. They wanted to get their Disney merchandise. So that's really fun. Um, And then they did say that the next day it was not as long. So the wait time has gone down drastically, but it was just that first day that everybody wanted to get in. And then also, if you're there in Florida and you can go to Disney Springs and you are missing your Disney treats, you can get them now at Disney Springs. You can get a Mickey pretzel, a Mickey premium bar, which is my favorite. And you can also use your um, Disney popcorn bucket and get refills. And then the love of all the Dole Whip is there. <laughs> yeah, <Beach> Springs. <laughs> so some of those Disney snacks are there at Disney Springs. So even though we can't go into the park, we are still able to get our snacks. So that's really fun. The Disney fun um,
0: the Dole Whip stand is the one that has the Dole Whip nachos. The nacho chips are actually the waffle cone. I really tried to get one of my kids to get it, but we were going to a bigger dinner in about four hours from then, and they were afraid they'd be too full cool to eat the good dinner. But yeah.
1: Interesting. Dole Whip Waffle Nachos.
0: Yeah, I was trying I was trying to picture it, and um, if you didn't hear on my, my trip report, I was thinking nachos. Why would you put that on a roast? Right. I
3: thought the but, same um, thing.
0: No. <laughs> they do it with that, and then they sprinkle it with strawberry sauce, I want to say, and then whipped cream and cherries and sprinkles. Um, no. It looked that's really tasty, but crazy. like I said, we had a nice reservation for that night, so you don't want to fill up on something and then not be hungry for the good meal. Uh, yeah,
2: that, our, I would still get the it. It
3: nachos. <laughs> I would still get know. them.
1: Um, so just with Disney Springs, I don't know if you guys heard this, but apparently the time frame, like the, the age, sorry, the age requirement for wearing a mask, it was three and up. And um, according to WDW Magic, it has gone down to two years and older. And that's another, it might have an October trip coming up and my son will have just turned two in September. I cannot imagine that in the next few months he's going to be able to keep a mask on. Like, I can't even get it close to his face without him panicking right now. So that that has me a little bit worried because two is a very, there's a lot of growth that happens between a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Like, can't mm-hmm. even keep his shoes on him or him from losing a hat. So I just don't know how that's gonna work. I'm gonna get kicked out of the park if I have a, a two-year-old who won't keep a
2: mask on. Stephanie, maybe you can buy some of those Disney masks from Shop Disney. They come in a four pack. I Give a Mickey Mouse to put on his face. No.
1: Uh, no? <laughs> but it won't work. I So I've been making masks at home. He will not, nothing. And That's Lucy tries them on, my four-year-old. She'll model them for us and make sure, you know, oh, this one fits, look at this fabric, look at this one. And if you get it
3: close to him, he's throwing a fit. So it's not. Oh, a- I, also, I also see, I mean, it's kind of difficult even to find a mask that will fit. A two-year-old. That's why I started making them, thinking True. I could get him to wear it if, mm-hmm. if it'll fit him. But I can't. Even my get three-year-old. Yeah, my three. Who just turned four? He has a difficult time wearing his mask. So I did read
2: that that the age level went down. I had to get the mask that tie because I have a small head, and all the ones that my friends made for me are too big. So I was sewing elastic, pinching it up, and everything, but. I would definitely wear my mask to Disney Springs if I had, if I got to go to Disney Springs, I would wear my mask. Me too. Me too. Oh, 100%. I, I have no issues. I wear a mask <laughs> everywhere I go. If I am in
1: a public place, my mask is on.
2: Yes. Um, okay. I just, I will not wait six hours to get into the world of Disney, but <laughs> I, I would wear my mask. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see
0: this new merch that was out? I was thinking that uh, Margie was going to talk about it. They have this retro neon colors. So, um, I mean, I can show it to you guys, but I can't show it to the listeners. Yeah,
2: retro's in. Give well, me a 70s baseball tee.
0: I don't know if I like the um, see-through bill on this hat. This isn't the point of wearing a hat.
2: Ooh,
3: I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's interesting.
0: It's got a see-through bill. And so I'm oh. not sure how that's Yeah, works. I don't know if
2: that one's for me. <laughs> and
1: then this cool t-shirt. Those are pretty retro, though.
2: I
3: love those Are really awesome cool. t-shirts.
2: Yeah, I saw a lot of the retro um, when we were there in January, and I got a long sleeve shirt that has the old logo, like you see on there, um, the old logo, and um, or the retro logo, I should say, and then we got a puzzle that had the same lettering on it, and it is in. It is, and I like it. I love the retro style.
0: Spirit jerseys. Yes. not that those are ever going away I don't think now that they have them I have two already and I know I really want one of these <laughs> I know I don't need them and then I wanted to show you guys this oh of course crocs will never go away oh need- crocs yeah the yellow disney crocs <laughs> the retro mickey and another retro mickey but it's the one that's on what is that cartoon stuff your kids are little enough to watch that show that I don't when mickey's small is it mickey jr Can you see it? Mm, No, I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I can see that it's Mickey, but I don't know. I think it's Mickey Junior. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Clubhouse? Yes, maybe so. Okay. And then this backpack is really cool, but it's also see-through. It's see-through like that.
2: It's that the see-through feels very 90s, 2000s to me. Like yeah, 2000s. (laughs) Well, that was required for a while in certain places. You had to
1: if you were going to have a backpack, it had to be see-through.
3: True. I had a see-through backpack at high school, so. Oh my goodness,
0: really? I did. Not that that's bad. Use- I'm saying because I always worry people can see things that are embarrassing for me. Even though, know, we're women. I still—that's what I always worry about with see-through
2: Mm-hmm. I'm a little weird like that. I'm- I'm not. I'm just waving around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> here I am.
0: <laughs> did you, you have a kid that brought it for show and tell? Somebody did. that on a great level. <laughs> Oh my goodness.
2: I don't know what this is, knows. but I
0: found it in our bathroom. Do you
1: um, have anything else, stuff? Um, just a. This is. I mean, it could kind of go both ways. Uh, with our our next little segment about oh, no, that line, but this is just a quick maybe check. If you had a four day park magic ticket, the expiration date of those was Mm. supposed to be september 30th 2020 but with people changing canceling all that stuff happening um this is not a something that disney has put out and released but some people are saying that they've noticed that their four-day ticket now show an expiration date of september 26 2021 um, so if you have a four-day magic ticket, I would go ahead and just suggest that you check the expiration and see if they have extended your expiration. Nothing has been sent to guests, but some people are just realizing that their date now shows later. Right. So obviously
0: the thing that this you've already started it, so we'll go there from there. <laughs>
3: but can I add one thing first? Of course. You sure can. Be- I'm so sorry. Before, before we go on team hashtag run disney on facebook you can find them on their facebook page go to their announcements and they have a great the great race across walt disney world and what it is is you go on there and you run in your neighborhood or on your treadmill or wherever you go and then you report your miles on there and they'll send you a screenshot of where you are located on the Walt Disney Resort campus or, you know, area. That's really cool. Today I did I did three miles today. They start out at Art of Animation. You go through Art of Animation. You go around Hourglass Lake and then through Pop Century. And I was at the entrance of Pop Century when I finished my three miles. It's a total of like 61 or 62 miles. And you just, you can Ooh. see the whole um, track, like the whole route on there, and then you just go and run in your neighborhood, and then you check in, and you say, oh, here I am at Hollywood Studios, or I just made it to, and you end off in front of the castle at Magic Kingdom. That's where you finish. And so do you get, How like, cool a award that? or something? There's no medal.
2: <laughs> There's, Can you print just... off a certificate? Yeah, that's what um, I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, that sounds really cool. Except for I don't run, so <laughs> I, I used to, but then I, my, I had a knee problem, so that finished up really quickly. And uh, but yeah, that sounds like it would be good encouragement and a, a nice little carrot.
0: I'm in the same place as Sarah. In fact, a Friday I go for preliminary uh, check-in for my surgery next week. So, yeah, no running for me. I wish they would let. I do. I have to do plenty of exercise. It's just that it has to be laying down because that's all my knees can take at this point. So, I wish they would like let me time that and put it in and count right. because I. Some of us can't walk anymore because we're debil- We're in bad shape. Not 80, hmm. but my knees are 80, or at least that's what the doctor said.
1: So, but your surgery is next week, Vicki?
0: Next Tuesday, as long as I don't okay, test. Okay, prayers that. for Vicki. No, yeah. No, unless I test positive for corona or they find something else wrong that they're unaware of at this time. I was going to my regular physician in the hospital call today and said, no, we'd rather you come here and let us do all the tests. I'm like, yay, so I'm subjected to COVID patients. Great idea. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's all good. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll be thinking of you, Vicki. Uh, well, you'll see me next Monday, and then I'll go the next day. true. So.
1: Sure. Let's yeah, break
0: into not. what everybody's dying to know. If you don't already know, that's all we've all been talking about. If you could see our group chat, you would laugh, I think, because we're on there. Everybody's sharing different things that they found in different places. Does anybody feel like they want to start? I I'm, I do all the talking, and I feel like
2: I feel like
1: you sh- you should, Vicky. You're kind of like our ringleader in this in this <laughs> little thing. So go ahead and get it started. Open that can of worms and get right into the dirty.
0: The first thing that we all heard was um, no fireworks and no. Well, first we heard they were opening.
1: Yes, opening day. Let's start there. That was a hooray. That was like our first yay.
0: So we all had a long tag on um, our group chat of, hooray, we're going to open Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, which my family thought was interesting that those, uh, not Magic Kingdom, but they were kind of surprised that Animal Kingdom was the one that they chose to open on July 11th. And then they uh, came... I feel like it's Friday. more
1: spread out. Maybe that's what? why. Animal love- Kingdom's a little more spread out. Like Epcot is very,
2: like, a lot yeah. more close together. So so Animal Kingdom... Really- World Showcase on a festival day is, <laughs> you're packed in like sardines. Right.
0: So then July 15th, they're going to open Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I'm sure it's providing that everything works smoothly. They'll love it through the 14th at the other two parks. Right. So that's what we knew first. Does anyone want to go what we found out second?
1: <laughs> well let's just say it went like yay everybody was so excited to a slow down like we all kind of went ah, because then they started to hit us with the things that they were canceling like the we knew the face masks were coming they are, if you're in a big place with a lot of people. So that's, that was a given. Everybody's going to be wearing face masks. There's going to be social distancing taking place. But then they also said no parades, no fireworks, no character meet and greets. And so that was kind of a, ooh, that's, that was rough. And then they went and canceled and said no dining reservations. Any reservation you've made were canceling. So it, kind of just start to get more and more doom and gloomy
2: yeah so yeah they've paused new ticket sales and Disney Resort Hotel reservations and as mentioned because of trying to reduce capacity they've had to cancel all the dining reservations and experience bookings including dining plans included in packages And I also found this interesting, it says when they reopen, they will shift from a 180-day booking window, which is what we're all used to, and now they're moving to a 60-day booking window. And they're saying this is to allow guests to make their plans closer to their visits. I don't
1: hate that. That part didn't, wasn't bad for me. No, um, I just think because it's sometimes it's hard making the reservations 180 days out because I'm not exactly sure what park I'm going to be at until Magic Hours have been released. However, that's another thing that was canceled is Magic Hours, and the park times have also changed and shifted. But
2: that's... so the 60 day really wasn't a huge a huge make or break for me. The only thing I can see is. Um, do you, I guess with 180 days with dining, though, it's not a big deal. I guess I'm thinking more along the lines of fast pass, you know, or what are we going to lose, it, like being a resort guest versus someone who's just coming for the day? Uh, where are things going to go from there, you know, as things open up? But speaking of fast passes, those have also all been suspended for the time being. They're going to use the additional queue space to manage capacity at attractions. And maintain physical distancing.
1: Um, you made a good point about that, Sarah. Um, about the fact that what is the advantage of staying on site then? Mm-hmm. If you don't get that, instead of thirty days booking your fast passes, you get sixty days. Like now there aren't fast passes, so what is the incentive to stay on site besides
2: transportation? Yeah, if you want to be in and the bubble, it should look like. I guess if you want to be in that Disney bubble, you'll you'll still be in the bubble. So, do you want to pay for the bubble or not pay for the bubble? I do like the bubble. I I like. I'm a fan of the bubble. Put me in the bubble and don't let me out. Right.
3: As of right now, the bubble is the advantage. Yes. (laughs) Right. Because even even transportation even transportation is going to be not as um not as much. Like they're putting down, like they're not going to have as much transportation available.
2: Has anyone seen a statement about transportation? I haven't seen anything.
0: It was just that one little line, and I don't even know. We were sending so many things to each other last week, but it was the one little line that said something about they knew that the monorail and what's the other? Oh, the the boats would be working on an adjusted schedule. But at this time, they weren't sure about the buses and the Skyliner, or even if those would be in working order. And I'm like, how can you not have working order for buses? It's not like we can get to every resort.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, like, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge in January, and that's how we got everywhere. Unless we got a minivan. Um, we got a cab once to do Star Wars Galaxy's Edge early on. But it was a bus the rest of the time. That is why my
0: family thinking that we should...
2: Maybe
0: not go on this trip just because it wouldn't be the best experience. And and I know that's what other people are thinking because that's what they're messaging us.
3: I feel like if you are a Florida resident and you're able to get to Disney World quite easily, or even like people around Florida, like Georgia, South Carolina, and they're able to get to Disney World easily, and they're not ones who care for fireworks or character meet and greets or parades. I mean, there are some people who just love to go ride the rides, then this would be a prime time for you to do that. But if you're having to pay thousands of dollars in airfare, or if it's your first time to Disney, you know, you might want to reschedule or rethink or or still go and still have a great time. Well, I mean, how many people it. are
2: willing to get on a plane right now? That's true, too. I'm not. <laughs> I agree that it's tempting in the uh, the limited capacity, so if rides
1: are your thing, this is kind of uh, like, wow, you're telling me I get to go, and almost everything's going to be like having a fast pass with a virtual queue, so I don't ever have to wait in a line. I just sign up for all the rides I want to go on and go on all of my rides, but... With all of the other things being canceled, it makes it a little difficult. So it just depends kind of what kind of person you are. Um, I was reading an article here on, what is it, tour planning, and they were saying about just how this actually might be more, this Disney vacation might be more like a vacation.
2: Like actual vacation.
1: Yeah, where you relax, where you don't get up at, you know, the crack of dawn and you are on your feet all day long, walking miles and miles and miles because... The park, even, according to this, it says that Epcot is planning on opening at 11 a.m., so not even the 9 o'clock. Like, they're oh, ready at wow. 11. That's a lot of hours missed. Like, you might well, as well to stay and have lunch and then go. The other thing is, I
0: read that a lot of the pools will not be open right away, and it is hot in July, and I know a lot of people use their downtime at the pools with their kids.
1: Well, even... What would you do? What would you do during the day? That's yeah. Uh, if if it doesn't open till eleven, I'm gonna be at the pool. But now you're telling me the pool's not open. Cool. What am and I supposed
3: to do?
0: They said nothing about the water parks at all. Oh,
3: I did read today that the water parks are not opening. Oh, you did, Margie? Wow, I did.
0: So yeah. And then the other thing we know that DVC people, those resorts are the ones that are going to be open. That was the other thing I don't think we said yet. That the DVC resorts are for sure going to be open, but we haven't heard anything. There was a miscommunication and it actually got put out that all resorts were opening, but that's not the case anymore. As far as we know, it did not change since last week. Was last Friday this okay. was when we found that out. So,
2: So how does that even work if you have a trip scheduled and you were planning to stay on property is it is your are you just done because you're not staying on property anymore because your resort's not going to be open on july 15th that's what i'm wondering what what do you tell the people sorry i'm, I'm speaking to the great unknown out there <laughs> like does anybody know no, the answer to saying, this? <laughs> i
1: don't know that any of us know well that's a thing even as like as a travel agent we know a lot more than what what some of the the public knows and people are coming to us for answers but we're just like scribbling questions down on pieces of paper all over the place so when we call in we have this list of questions and sometimes when we get a hold of you know disney cast members i've been told that's a really good question and then they go and ask their manager who sometimes has to even go and ask somebody else because i i do think that some of this they are learning (laughs) on the fly like they. They haven't thought of that. And it's it's hard to have all of these answers all right away. So if you have a question, ask your agents. Your agents will will call. We will keep calling until we find the answers for you. But it is a lot. So you mentioned that you are, you know, possibly canceling a trip. What but then we were kind of talking about if if you're kind of on the verge of canceling a trip Your suggestion is to wait a little bit and kind of wait it out, right?
0: Yeah, I would just because we don't, everything is so unknown and it's not, I don't want to call Disney out. I don't know if it's the changing of the CEO or just pandemic in general, although we had a lot of time, I think, to think in our homes. But I just feel like this is not real organized. Maybe they didn't think they were going to get to open up as soon as they did. And so now they're scrambling to keep up with the Joneses as far as SeaWorld and Universal go. But yeah, if your trip is not until this fall, you may want to hang on, hang tight. They may find out that it's not it doesn't need to be as intense once they open in July and they go a whole month or something. But I know some people with the unknown, I understand if you've been saving for this trip, because that's what I had, was somebody messaged me today that has a small child and they were really upset about it, but they asked me if they thought they that I thought they made the bad choice. Well, When your children are small, like Steph's children and Margie's children and Sarah's children, I mean, mine are adults, so they were very, when I told them, it's not looking good, guys. Not because Kaylee's a big firework parade person. She loves rides, but those two things are huge for her. And they even still like to look at the, or meet the characters. And then, um, but this lady's taking her kid for the first time, and she's saved up for 10 years or something. And she's wanting to know, should she cancel it and wait till it's back to where it should be? My opinion, if this is gonna be like the only trip she's gonna take for a long time, I don't want her to that to be her remembrance of Disney. I think she wants the full experience for her kids. That now this is not a client of mine, this was just a friend from church. That we're talking thousands of dollars.
1: And I totally understand people rescheduling. I just have been telling my clients, especially those clients who are not within their the next thirty days, just just hang on and, and wait until thirty days before your trip. I just feel like that's a good measure of time to see where we're at, because everything is changing so rapidly, Um, and it really is, we (laughs) we are on an actual Disney roller coaster right now with what they've been deciding. We're here, we're here, we're here, we're here, good news, bad news, good news, bad news, and so I think it's wise to hang on to some of those reservations, because once you cancel it, you aren't getting it back. You can't decide like, oh, I was going to go in October. I canceled it and made it for next year. And now October looks fantastic again. Let me get another reservation for October. Like, that's it. You cannot get it back because they have not opened up tickets uh, to be bought right now. You, You can't get in. So I just say, hold it and then make
3: your decision later on and i don't know when they will open up reservations again i kind of feel like disney is just doing like a really hard reboot like resets like there's so many people that go to disney world every year especially in the summer and i know it kind of stinks that all of our reservations were canceled i mean we have a trip in october and our reservations are canceled too, and all of this stuff, but I just kind of feel like Disney's like, okay, there are too many people, we just gotta cancel everything, and then we're gonna let people come back on. You know, like, and they don't even know, like, what the restaurants are gonna be like, or how many people are gonna be allowed in a restaurant, so. I feel like they weren't able to say, hey, these thousand people have an 11 a.m. reservation for Tusker House, so who are we going to choose to be able to come in? Let's just cancel them all, and then we can rebook when we have the chance. I called today, and they said that they're having system enhancements. That's what's going on right now. That's why we're not able to make new reservations, it's why we can't make dining reservations and why they're canceling it all. They're going to a completely new platform that we don't know about yet. And as soon as they get it all taken care of, then we'll know you know, how to make reservations and all that stuff. But with how you have to reserve a spot in the park and figuring out how many people can go into a restaurant, and all of that stuff. I just feel like Disney just had to do a hard reset. They're like, look, we know that this is really sad, but we're gonna have to cancel everything. And then we're gonna let you rebook when we have our system up and running.
2: Yeah, Margie, I completely agree with you. I think it's a hard reset they're wiping the slate clean so they can start over with a plan that works for the current situation and I kind of want to open another can of worms here so <laughs> 2021 is the 50th anniversary yep and we know that they were doing tons they were doing tons of construction and updates in time for this big event and how many people were putting their vacations on hold for 2021 or 2022, because I know we were seeing lots of deals coming out because we, you know, it looked like attendance was gonna be down for the summer and in the fall. I'm curious. I wish I could see the spreadsheet somewhere that says, you know, how many people were actually booked for the fall and the rest of 2020 before this huge event in 2021. And I wonder what the, you know, cascading effect is gonna be for the 50th anniversary in 2021. And I wonder, you know, are these construction projects gonna get done? Are we gonna have, you know, Tron? All of these questions come to mind. So I just, I'm interested to see where that goes.
0: And I feel like I didn't at first see that they were opening Epcot later. I thought they meant they were opening Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom when we were first doing the long chat the other day. And so I thought maybe they were just keeping Epcot closed so they could get some of those projects done because then that would give them more stuff at Epcot that was open for us to visit because right now it is like a big construction site in so many areas of the park
2: I hope that's part of the reason
0: yeah I don't know I mean I really don't everything that we're doing is speculating we only know for sure what we told you that we know the rest of it is, is us speculating and hoping that we know for our our clients and for ourselves because we were all excited for those of us that got to go in October and then the ones that didn't still were excited for us because if you are a Disney fan, it's fun to hear other people's trips, not just your own. I mean, I get just as excited. I remember when Steph was down there on her first trip with Lucy, I felt like I was down there with her.
2: So here's another big question. Do you think, typically we see reservations for the coming year come out at the end of June. Do you think that's gone and, you know, into the wind, we're we're not going to see that this June. That again so. would be
0: speculation, but I, yeah, I think those might not come out until the fall.
3: Yeah, I mean, we can't even make reservations for this year. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> I think they have to have those tickets
1: like locked for a while until people have been able to rebook their tic- their their vacations. So people who are thinking, oh, let me just wait a little bit longer, let me rebook, like they can't go and just sell everything in 2021 and then all of a sudden somebody in 2020 wants to rebook and there's nothing open. Sorry, you're out of luck.
0: Yeah, because the I... email that you re- we received said that we would have first priority mm-hmm. for rebooking purposes. Yeah. So
1: So I don't see that happening in June. I see it happening this year sometime, but, but later, sometime in fall maybe.
0: It will definitely be interesting. I feel like the roller coaster ride is not quite over.
2: <laughs> no. Well, they do have a solid, you know, month and a half before they open. And I have a feeling we're going to see lots of information coming out in that I, time period.
1: I am glad they didn't rush it, though. You know, like, I, I like how well I like some things that Universal did. It, it was quick. It was like, all right, give us a, a week and a half. Here we go. I'm boom. I'm going to go ahead and just reopen in the next week and a half. Like their Disney is taking their time to do it and we we thought that was so they can do it right and maybe that is what they're doing just for us it feels it feels wrong because <laughs> it's not what we want it's not what we wanted I, I think they will eventually make it right it's just they are taking every precaution and I'm I am glad they are taking a lot of precautions and trying to worry about the safety of their um, of their guests
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think they're taking their time. They're taking the precaution, But I think everyone has to remember, they are the most visited place on the planet Earth. More people visit Disney World every year than anywhere else. And that's a big deal. It's huge. There's a lot of factors involved that you don't see with Universal and you don't see with SeaWorld. They're dealing with a lot more. And I think hopefully they're paying you know the right level of attention to everything that needs you know that level and it's so I mean, important
3: on a normal summer day at at just at magic kingdom there are 75,000 people just in magic kingdom that does not count the other three parks that they have and so yeah that is a lot of people that they're trying to figure this out so I know a lot of people are comparing, you know, like well Universal Studios is opening and SeaWorld is opening and but they're a lot smaller entity than Walt Disney World. So they're doing all they can and they're trying to do it as fast as they can hopefully and so we're just we're just going to keep on this roller coaster until we find out more. Can I just say
1: as well? Speaking of roller coaster, I kind of have some fears about wearing a mask on a roller coaster. (laughs) Oh, really? That experience would just
3: be weird to me. Okay, I heard today that Tokyo Disneyland, they're looking at when they're going to be reopening and I don't know the source, but the video that I was watching, the Disney food blog video that I was watching, they mentioned that they're having a very strong suggestion that people do not scream on roller coasters. <laughs> I totally heard that, Margie. And I laughed and then I thought,
2: I tried to imagine myself on Slinky Dog Dash or Rock and roller Coaster and not screaming and not, you know, just like having a good time. It's like, how do you sit there with a straight face?
0: <laughs> Why do they not? What do they think that's going to accomplish?
2: Well, well when you scream, know.
0: your breath
3: and everything goes back. and. The particles, particles come out, out the virus, Vicki. Oh, <laughs> I know, that we have but never ever thought about before going on a roller coaster. Like that's why you want to be on the front seat. Go on the front seat <laughs> and you'll
2: have nothing to worry
3: about.
0: You can infect everybody behind you. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Well, I wonder, like, you have a mask on, and I know there's different types. Some people have the over-the-ear loops, and some people have the um, the ones that tie. How many masks are going to fall off on roller coasters and you'll start seeing masks instead of hats and sunglasses. <laughs> and and hair so, holders. And then what are you going to do if you don't have your mask? Are they going to kick you out after you lose it? Uh, like, I like I lost it going upside down on Rock and Roller Coaster. You know, I don't have a mask now. And they're going to say, thanks, see you later.
1: No, they're okay. going to direct you to the souvenir shop. Yes, that's exactly <laughs>
2: right. True.
0: Here, they're going to have a kiosk outside of every ride that sells those. You're right, right. I mean, they're cute, but there's so many more. um,
1: They are. (laughs) He's yelling. He's yelling. He's not allowed
0: to do that. Oh, I'm just saying that some of them, they're kind of childish looking, because I thought about buying them from there, but honestly, I like to do Disney, but I don't want people to think I've lost my mind and switch back to three years old, because some of those look pretty immature. Although, I did see Ryan Seacrest had one on the show the other day. He wore a goofy one, because... They work for Disney, of course, the show that they're on, and he was advertising for Disney with the mask, and he put a goofy one on. Well, do you guys have anything else that you, because that's really all we have to share at this point. We are going to continue to keep you on top of everything as soon as we know things. You can check out our social media, which we'll talk about in a second. I'll give you all those places for you to check different things out, because... We'll be keeping on top of it. And sometimes if it's really big, like last week, I sent out a news report podcast just because I felt like everybody needed to know that the parks were reopening, a soft reopening anyway, Not nothing huge. Not 75,000 people in a day, Margie. Holy smokes. That's totally crazy. We would like to give a special shout out to all of our listeners. Um, we were ranked number 52 on Society and Culture Podcast and number five on Travel and Destinations through Apple Podcast last week. We thank you listeners because... Yeah, we would not be there if it weren't for you. So thank you and thank you for listening to us and giving us feedback and for being a part of our extended Ohana, even though you're not with us on the podcast each week, we do still consider you part of our Ohana. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, or our Facebook page is The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter
1: page is Mousecapades Pod.
0: And one more time,
1: that no obligation quote is by emailing yourstorytravel.com. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Vicki and Kaylee, what, what are you guys doing this Friday? Yeah, Vicki and Kaylee didn't finish that, did I? It's nope. a surprise. Actually,
0: we're researching something and we want to make sure we have enough information. So it will be a surprise to the listeners. on Okay. As
1: Vicky and Katie surprise us with what they have in store for us on Friday. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast.
0: Well, girls, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. I, I know it wasn't necessarily fun topics for us because we wanted better news <laughs> than what we got this week. But I appreciate you participating and um, having a good time with us.
1: So, Disney love, adventures out there.
2: And may all your dreams
1: come true. Have a magical day, my friends.